Welcome back to another episode of the Jasmine Star Show. I'm your host, a photographer and business strategist from Newport Beach, California. And y'all get ready because today we are talking about one of my all-time favorite topics. Okay, one of my all-time favorite topics is really ice cream. We're not talking about ice cream today. My second favorite topic is how to build a brand, not just on social media, but across all of your marketing efforts. Yes, all your efforts. It's going to be a good one. Not only will I walk you through what a brand is as defined by my pretend online spirit animal slash boyfriend, Seth Godin. Okay, JD, if you're listening, Seth Godin is not my boyfriend, but it's a joke. Um, Seth Godin defines a brand and it has revolutionized the way that I think about building a brand. I'm also going to be talking about my top tips for creating a brand that turns your customers into raving fans. And if that ain't enough, I'm also going to answer questions from business owners just like you um, regarding my thoughts on like things like scheduling content on Instagram, how to determine the best hashtags for your brand and balancing your personal life with your business. This content is coming at you in the form of a recording of a talk I did at Connecting Things. And Connecting Things is a creative entrepreneur networking event located in Orange County, California. Now, I have always wanted to speak in my hometown and I haven't really had the opportunity until this event. This event usually boasts around 150 creative entrepreneurs, which is really awesome. I have attended them in the past, and I made the kind of casual mistake of mentioning that I would be speaking at the Connecting Things here in Orange County, and like 600 people RSVP'd, so that made for an interesting night. You know what I'm saying? It was standing room only, but I met amazing people, and we made it work. The audio is a little sketchy because legitimately, I gave a presentation in a brewery. Like we were standing around vats of beer. Do beer come in vats? I'm not even sure. I, I don't even know what those are. I don't even drink beer. I Get this visual, y'all. I am standing in front of an illuminated six-foot sign that says beer. And then my conservative Christian mother is sitting in the front row pretending like she ain't seeing. I'm looking like a billboard, you know, promoting alcohol. That's You know what? You know what, friends? You just do what you got to do and say the Lord will forgive me. Right, mama? Okay. See, this is what happens. I get off track, but we're bringing it all back now. I am about to get tactical up in here. So grab a pen, grab a notebook. And if you're driving or multitasking, please be safe. You can head over to the show notes linked in the episode description at jasminestarshow.com. Now, I don't want to ramble anymore and I don't want to make you wait any longer. Here, my friends, is how to build an unforgettable brand. Conversations. I am passionate. If you aren't half as passionate as me, guess what, baby boo? Someone's gonna beat you. Because there will always be somebody who is more talented. There will always be somebody who's cuter and richer and younger and funnier and wittier, but they ain't you. Are you ready to build a brand? Seth Godin describes a brand as a set of expectations, memories, stories, and relationship that account for a consumer's decision to choose one product or service over another. Did Seth go and say that your website is your brand? No. Your, your business cards? No. Your social platform? No. What did he say? You can't buy your brand. 
It doesn't cost money. What did he say? Expectations, stories, experiences. So then my question comes to you. What are you doing online to create experiences to foster a brand? Because if you keep on pouring money into something that isn't working, it won't work. So what can we boil it all down to? A brand is not defined by a business, but by the consumer's perception of the business. I once heard somebody say that your brand can be described as what somebody says about your business when you walk out of the room. So while it might not cost you pennies, it is worth millions. So today I'm gonna to talk about how I built my brand. I hope you guys thought in your mind, I don't care. I don't care how you build your brand. I want to know what you can do for me. If you thought that we're on the same page, I am not here as a dog and pony show. I am here because I do. And people in this room should walk out and immediately have at least three things to do to change how your brand shows up online. So how do you build a brand? You must create content. That's it. If I drop the mic, which I won't because Brayden spent hours setting this thing up, you can walk in your car and know I can build a brand if I can create content. Well, what does that really look like? I'm gonna take you on a social media journey so that you can take little tiny bits and pieces to say, I can do that today. My goal is three things today, three things tomorrow, three things the next day, and guess what? They can all be repeatable and it's all for a brand. Let's dive into that. In 2006, I started a blog. Why? It was free. Couldn't afford a website. Social media wasn't around. Nobody was hiring me. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna start a blog because I think I am destined to fail. So this blog is going to be proof that I put myself out there and it didn't work. So what does one do with no money, no education, no connections, and wants to start a business who has a camera, no lenses, no CF cards, because I can't afford it, I will rent those, true story. February 6th, 2006. So here begins an online journal of where I'm headed. I need to document the detours and the pit stops along this mangled and gnarled photographic path. I'm writing to never forget the humble beginnings of my great future and celebrate my mistakes. I've always maintained that making a mistake sooner rather than later is always a good thing. If you are here in the perpetual state of February 6, 2006, stop being afraid of the mistakes. The thing that I can look back on and say that it wasn't magnified by the pressure of social media to always get it right. So what would it look like for you today to say, come on mistakes, the more I make and the faster I make them, the sooner I get to where I want to go. Crazy thing about blogging that I didn't know when I was doing that then is because I, had, I didn't have a business and because I didn't have customers, I still wanted to show up on a blog, so I would write about what I was doing. And photographers at the time would be like, bless your heart, nobody cares about your life. And I'm like, I know, but you ain't got business and I got time, so here I go, here I go, here I go again. What's my weakness? Instagram. No Instagram. No, I'm married. What do I know? So I blog randomly about a date I went on with my husband 
I talk about how we were in Hollywood, we spent some time in Koreatown, looking at the cool hairstyles, and wouldn't you know that a girl sitting in her job typed in Hollywood Korean hairstyles and comes across this blog of a girl she knows nothing about and sees a few random photos and she is getting married at Yamashiro in Hollywood and she's Korean and she was looking for hairstyles. Book that wedding. <laughs> because I was good? No. Because I put out content enough for her to get to know me and make an emotional decision about emotional purchase? Yes. Tip number one of three, create searchable content. When we talk about creating content, make sure it could be found by random strangers sitting in their cubicles at work. I learned the art of engagement when I stopped caring about my life and started asking people about theirs. The girl in 2008 who couldn't get a single person to respond to a post or like a comment, one by one, developed a following on Facebook of 245,000. On Twitter, same thing, over 100,000. Not because I'm cute, funny, or witty. A lot of you look at my content in the room and it's like, her, really? What is she doing? Talking, DMing, responding. What do you need? How can I show you got it? Okay, yes. Shonda Rhimes had this year of yes, and I looked at her and I said, my whole life has been my life of no. What would it look like for me to stop saying no to my dreams, yes to where I want to go, and yes, how can I get you get to where you want to go? How can my business serve you? So this leads us to branding tip number two, create personal connections. All I did every day was, how did I make somebody feel? That was it. You can do that. How did my Instagram post make somebody feel today? How did my Facebook post, how did that YouTube video make somebody feel? Because if day after day you say, I think they feel like I'm selling them, you are. If you can say they felt happy, they felt empowered, they felt educated, they felt fulfilled, they felt like there was aspiration, they felt hopeful, my friends are building a brand. In 2010, this is a quick iteration of what is happening with my brand and what I'm leveraging. In 2010, I started understanding the value of education. You want to build a brand? Educate. I saw this thing called YouTube and I was like, sure, why not? Turn on a camera, have no lights, no mic, no teleprompter, no idea what I'm doing. And you want to know what? Press record. Today we're going to be talking about what do I think my customers want to know? It was ridiculous. They're a hot mess. They're overexposed. They're muffled. And guess what? When I first posted them, 100 views. 50 views. The same videos today have 26 to 35,000 views on these terrible videos, which is why when people come to my YouTube channel now with 55,000 followers, they're like, you must have bought these followers because you only get like a thousand views. No baby boom. That's how YouTube works. It's called the search engine. I create content where people can search in two or three years and have my stuff appear at the top of the feed. That's what I do. Are they the best? They don't have to be. Do I show up? Yes. Do I put myself in the shoes of my customer who's looking for an answer? Yes. Can you do the same? Yes. Open up your laptop. Speak your truth. 
Give, give, give. There is somebody who wants to know the thing that you know. Share that. So branding tip number three is to share educational content. Now, we're gonna wrap this up. We're gonna bring this up to present day. 2013, we're also gonna move into Q&A because Q&A is like our jam. This is where we get granular. 2013 is I wanted to understand the value of platform synergy. All of a sudden, Instagram comes out and I'm like, huh, what is this crazy new thing? Well, this is my Instagram. A late breakfast in Laguna. 12 likes, no comments. Rinse and repeat, life in Laguna Beach. A uh, 34 likes and no comments. And then I wonder, this platform sucks. Nobody's talking back. Hmm. Well, look at what I was posting in 2014. Um, by the looks of it, I like wine and I like friends. It's like brunch life. Oh, look at again, more brunch life. 2014 is at the pinnacle of my career. I'm getting paid top dollar. I am an internationally recognized, award-winning photographer, and this is my Instagram thing. I was on Instagram. I wasn't using Instagram. I got sick and tired of being sick and tired of other people building their business. When I finally put a stick in the ground, I was like, stop giving yourself excuses. Figure out how to make this work. You did it before, you'll do it again. You don't have to be the best. You don't have to be the most popular. You just have to serve your people. So then it's on 2016, how can I combine everything I know about building a brand on social media and extend it to Instagram? So here's the punchline. From blogging, I learned how to create experiences. From Facebook, I learned the one-to-one -one conversations. From YouTube, I learned sharing education. Now, the challenge for me and the challenge for you is how consistent will you be? The winner is the one who shows up again and again and again. It is not the person who removes the post because it didn't get a lot of likes. It is not the person who spends two hours debating over writing a caption and then closing it anyway because uh, I'm just not feeling it today. I took everything I learned and that's the thing I'm passing on to you today. Are you willing to rinse and repeat? Are you willing to show up every day when you have a mediocre photo? Are you willing to show up and go live on Instagram knowing ain't nobody gonna show up? I am. Why? I want it. Do you? I've given you every tool it doesn't cost you money. It comes with time, ego, and pride. I'm gonna tell you that when I put a stake in the ground and decided to make changes, it opened the doors for me to be featured on USA Today. Not because I had a big following, but because all I did was share everything I knew about the platform I was talking on, which later opened the doors for me to be, be featured on Forbes, which later opened the doors for me to be featured on MSNBC. I am not the best. I just show up. That should be the thing you walk away from. That's the only thing I want. Because a brand extension is taking down everything. Photos, videos, IG Live, IG Stories, IGTV, everything you have is on the fingertips. Nobody's expecting it to be good. They're expecting you to show up and give them something, which is something you can do. So, 
People hear, but Jasmine, it's too late on Instagram. It's the algorithm on Facebook. Who's gonna see me on YouTube? Start now, because the next social platform in 12 to 24 months is where you're gonna come in like a gangster. But don't sit here and tell me, I'm gonna wait till the time is right. Great, so while you're waiting, other people are growing and making money. I am not incentivized to share with you everything I know, because there would be more cake for me. Guess what, I'm gluten free. I don't like cake anyway. I wanna share everything I know. So let's tie it all together before we get into Q&A. The way that Q&A is gonna work out, you're gonna yell it like we're in church. I'm gonna repeat it back on the mic so we have the audio on video, okay. Our objective, build a brand, that's it. We will create experiences. We will create content. We will create authentic connections. We will share education and we will remain consistent by being undaunted and dedicated and understanding it ain't about me. It's about the people who I'm serving. I serve them well, I'm doing the thing I want to do. Because building a brand is how you succeed despite the odds stacked against you. That's it. I'm here to tell you, you're not the cutest. You're not the smartest. You're not the wittiest. You're not the strongest. You're not the most creative. You're not the most profound. You are you. And that, when you show up every day, is building a brand. Will you give yourself the permission to build a brand? Friends, we're getting into Q&A. Let's do this thing. Let's do this thing. Okay. I really hope that there is an ice bath because I am dripping. This is so unglamorous. I mean, let's go, baby boo. Yell it out. I have a big brand. I have 42,000 followers on Instagram, but it's exhausting constantly putting content out. I just started making money from online courses, but how can I continue that with um, large following is exhausted from creating content. She just monetized, and you want my answer? Yes. Like, how do I keep going? What got you here won't get you there. So the amount of content that you just made got you to this level. If you want to up level your course and you want to get to eighty-five thousand, you know, double down the content. So. Now, let's, let's go there, right? So I tell you double down the content, and you're like, oh my God, no, I'm already in a creative rut. This is where the gold rises to the top. When you are in a creative rut, my best suggestion is make it harder for yourself. Because how many of you are fitness professionals, you're like, if I have to do one more video about a squat, if I have to do one more meal planning Instagram post, I'm done. I felt that with photography. How many? I have over 2,500 blog, long form blog post about photography. I was done. How do we keep it interesting? How do we keep it fresh? How do we become authority? You make it harder. So you're doing, you're doing a squat and you're doing, you're doing your squat like, now I'm gonna do the 10 squats in 10 seconds. This meal planning, let's see if I can remove one of these things and make twice the amount. So what you're doing is you're making it harder for yourself as a point of differentiation so you stay hungry, you stay leader, you stay innovative. Guess what? You can't rest at 43,000, why? Instagram ain't your business, baby boo. When Instagram goes away, because it will, what are you gonna do? You're gonna take what you've learned, you're gonna show up on a different platform, grow your business, that's it. It doesn't get easier. If anybody's here expecting to go home and build a brand and have it be easier, I'm so sorry, there's the door. It only gets harder. If you don't like it now, as your friend, run away. That's truth. And you wanna know what? I stinking love it. I am working more now than I have before, and I'm on 
fire. I don't have a boss. I write my own check. I have a team. I take my family on vacation. I told my dad five years ago, whenever you eat with me, you're never picking up the tab. Hot day. I will work 10 times as long to say the same thing back to them. So it doesn't get easier. You create more, you work more, you love it more, you're fulfilled more. That's the answer. Thank you, baby. Uh, let's go over here. Yes, doll, shout it out. How do you determine the best hashtags? You put yourself in the shoes of your dream customer because if you're a hairstylist and you're put hashtagging modern salon, really? You know? Gosh, you cool. We must think about what our customer is doing on Instagram. And guess what? She's not looking for you. And you, when A-Rod proposed to J-Lo, hop on that A-Rod J-Lo hashtag and talk about your wedding photography, do you think that J-Lo's gonna hire you? No. Do you think that somebody else is creeping on her love story is? Maybe. If it's really easy for you to find your hashtags, you're choosing the wrong ones. So, I know, I mean, what is wrong with me? I'm like a machine gun of love today. So what I have done to find it the most efficacious for me is to take time and build out segments of hashtags. No, do not repeat the same hashtags. You must have, and Instagram is cracking down on it, the hashtag must reflect what is in the photo itself. So you cannot hashtag Kim Kardashian Kanye yes if they ain't in your photo. So, what do you do? What are the things that you're commonly posting about? Create segmentations of hashtags around that. Whenever I post a dog, a photo of my dog, he's a Maltese, the cantankerous dog in the world. He's the worst, okay? My dog is so mean and I love him. He's so perfect and he's white and fluffy and everybody thinks he's so nice. He's a total jerk. I love him and when I post a photo of him, I have my list of Maltese hashtags. Put yourself in the shoes of the customer. Culture hack. Figure out what he or she is talking and doing and insert yourself in those conversations, not by selling, but by creating content he or she wants to see. What platforms do I like to post all my content on? All of them. Oh, all and every. I'm looking at TikTok. I'm like, what do I gotta do, lip sync? All right, let's try it. That's not my demo, but you gotta go and you gotta learn the platform because ultimately they're gonna age up with you. So what do we do? Large piece of long form content, like a video. So let's walk through this. Let's just get super granular, this is my jam. This video that we're recording tonight will be edited down, preferably below five minutes because I know my demographic. I create content for other people to share it. Then I format the video for Facebook, which also happens to be the same for YouTube, but I'm only adding subtitles to Facebook a separate edit for IGTV, which can now be embedded in my blog, so I'll kind of outline for SEO capabilities embedded in my blog, then go from YouTube to post it on to Twitter, then I'll do a long form newsletter based on what I learned. If people want to know more, I hyperlink to the video. One piece of content, all platforms, staggered at different times, formatted specifically using for the user experience on that platform. If you have hashtags and app mentions on Facebook that aren't linked, no one of people think that they're eavesdropping on Facebook from a conversation on Instagram. Our duty is to say, I am here in your presence on Facebook on the platform you decide to be on and I'm gonna talk to you like we're here. All of them. Oh my god. Yes, Queen. Do you recommend free apps that you 
So three apps that I recommend. Well, Social Security, we're building an app, so there's that. Um, I know, I know. Let me just tell you, startup life is a grind. When you look at a bill for a proposed API, you're like, oh, I'm so sorry, there must be a typo, there's too many zeros. They're like, no, that's really it. Um, I'm just gonna be real, I post in real time. I do, why? The algorithm favors organic posting. And I don't know if y'all noticed, but if you happen to watch my Facebook Live that I go live every single week, in addition to going live twice a week on Instagram, I talked about this new update as far as Instagram goes. You can now post, you can schedule your post to Instagram from Facebook Creator. What are they doing? They don't want third party planners to be taking a piece of their vibe. I don't know if any of y'all noticed. So here's the thing, I'm a total data nerd. This is the one thing, I was homeschooled all the way until I was 14. I'm really cool. I did my own backyard science experience. experience. Don't know my multiplication tables. Still to this day, have no idea how I got through math. I got a graphing calculator in 10th grade. Ended up graduating high honors from calculus to calculus in college. Thank you, calculators. What does this mean? It's the tool we're using. You don't need to understand the way that metrics and engagement work. The tool is Instagram at this moment. We want to respect the platform. So. If you're using tools like Later, Plan, Planoly, I love those. Do them, use them, they're fantastic. If you have the time to post through Anity, you will be rewarded for it. That's just true. And because I'm posting organically, I wanna leave at least 20 minutes for me to respond as quickly as possible to people who are early adopters because the algorithm weighs early engagement differently than engagement that comes 12 to 24 hours after the post is live. So what happens is if you're scheduling a post and then you forgot about it and three hours later, four hours later, oh shoot, that post went, let me go back in. Hey, that's great, but it's not as good as if you were there talking to people. If you're thirsty for engagement, post and then wait, and if nobody comments and somebody likes, go to their account, like three of their comments. Be present, be there, create the type of engagement that you want. So as far as planning app goes, I would 100% recommend plan, planally, later. I'm a big proponent of scheduling, because I get it. Most of us have a side hustle. We cannot be present on social media when we're at business hours. A scheduling platform is fantastic. If you're gonna be scheduling posts on Facebook, use the Facebook scheduler, period, the end. Don't use a third party. Um, as far as editing goes, I think that Visco is absolutely the SCO. Is it, is it Visco or Visco? I don't know, I'm not cool enough. Um, that's like a great editing like software, super easy. And also if you guys are looking to create and edit videos in camera, video shop. It's like $4.99, it's really cool. I'm not techie, but editing photo, I mean, excuse me, editing a video from my phone, that app has been a total game changer. Thank you. Thank you. Questions? Yes. I'm sure you're like always blown up with questions and in your DM and all of that. So how do you not take away personal time from your husband or family to reply to people? And how do you get back to everybody on your comments and DMs as well? How, how do I balance my personal life and my business when I'm constantly responding? It's building in time in my workflow. Has anybody here gotten a response to a DM before 5 a.m. from me? Okay, thank you, Julie King, for testifying. I wake up at 4.30 every single morning, I pray, I read a tape, I read a tape, I read and I meditate, I wait to sit so fast, I read a tape, I take a bath, I just do my morning routine, and then I am in my DMs 
for 25 minutes, I go into my email, I walk the dog, I come back for 20 minutes, I'm in the middle of the day for 20 minutes, I'm waiting in line at the post office, I'm on my DMs, on the car ride over, I was like, after this event, I'm gonna get tagged, I wanna make sure that I'm responding within 12 hours, so tomorrow I gotta catch all my DMs on the right ride over. My husband understands when I'm working and it's work hours, I'm working and it's work hours. We have a rule, 6.30, please don't, please don't. I work a lot, but our, my time is our time when we're off. And other than that, that's what I do. Because here's the thing, there are three types of entrepreneurs. You have a people entrepreneur, you have a product entrepreneur, and you have a marketing entrepreneur. There is not one that is better than the other, but it's gonna be super important for you to facilitate and aggregate people around you that fill in your gaps. I am a marketing entrepreneur. Product, I love, but I'm like, is it good? Get it out. I need to have somebody on my team who's just like, Jasmine, there's like 47 typos. <laughs> okay, you can fix it. People, building culture. I love it, but I'm like, come on guys, aren't you motivated? Let's go. I need to bring somebody in. You may or may not be the marketing lead, that's okay. Hire somebody to come in, you teach them your brand voice, you teach them your vision, you tell them what you want them to do, and abdicate their responsibility. Know your strengths and double down on them. Thank you. Um, okay. Um, I think, yes, we'll go back there. Can I also get a time check? You can ask a question if you can give me the time. Oh gosh, this timing is so good. My daddy's a Marine, he would be so proud. Girl, you're on time. Okay, let's get to your question. So, you've worked with Gary Vaynerchuk. What would you say is the one thing that's been most helpful to you in your business from him, what you've learned from so him? So he mentioned, which I will hashtag humble brag. He's like, so you've worked with Gary Vaynerchuk. I should just let that float in the air. I'm like, yeah, of course. I paid $3,500 to meet with him for five minutes, yes! <laughs> Legit, that's a true story. Worth every penny. I also paid $10,000 for a one-day event at VaynerMedia to learn how he runs a company worth every single penny. I am not such a baller that I'm like, oh, I'm making it rain, 10 grand, not a thing. I don't get out of bed before paying 10,000. No, that was like, oh my God, is this gonna work? He's a savant. He gets it. He's seven and a half years in front of everybody else. I don't care what you think about him. Listen, I'm a conservative. My parents are Mexican Baptists, like Baptists in court shorts. They would roll over the fact that I listen to this guy as much as I do. I need to repent after I listen to his podcast. That's just true. He gets it. If anybody here is interested about how to create content, his content pillar, done and done. Showing up consistently, done and done. You want to see how somebody who is so busy running a 45, 50 million dollar company and he's still doing Instagram Live? I can't say anything. What has Gary Vaynerchuk taught me? Shut up, do the work, serve people again and again and again. That's what I started my conversation with, that's what I'm gonna end my conversation with, but before we do, there is one last thing I want to talk about. I know exactly how you feel. Like legit, if there is anybody in this room who at this moment feels tired, stressed, or overwhelmed, I feel you in a deep way. In 2005, I was undergoing the deepest and darkest depression. I was on a Fulbright scholarship at UCLA Law School, first generation Latina, first generation college grad, First generation to go to upper education opportunities on a scholarship. And I looked around and I said, 
So friend, is your notebook filled with pages and pages of notes, ideas, and brainstorm scribbles? I hope so. But what I want more than anything is not just to listen. I want you to take inspired action. 
If you are feeling fired up, excited about building an unforgettable brand and putting together a marketing plan that will propel your business forward in 2020, I'd love to help you with my branding resource bundle at jasminestar.com forward slash branding. This bundle includes your dream customer profile, the fastest way to find your dream client's guide, and a copywriting workbook to attract dream customers. Yeah, y'all. That is how dedicated I am to your success. So be sure to grab it at jasminestar.com forward slash branding to quickly jumpstart your brand building with ease. I just want to say thank you. Like truly on the reels, this is me looking at across from you over the sound waves. And I am saying thank you for tuning in to the Jasmine Star Show. I look forward to serving you with more practical tips on how to build your business. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast on the app you're listening to right now so you don't miss a single episode. If you do, I will be so grateful. Until next time, friends, I wish you all the best on your journey to building your business with customers who love what you do and more so love who you are. 